0: What's up, everybody? Josh at Bike here, and we are back talking about cyclocross. Today, we're going to jump right into some cyclocross equipment. It's such a unique sport, and there are so many unique facets of uh, what you wear and what you ride and how your bike is set up. So we're going to touch on um, a ton of different topics here. Um, a little side note, um, everything I talk about is not necessary for your race. If you're, if you're new to racing, you don't need to have all these. You don't need to have a skin suit. You don't need to have... Jeez, you don't even need to even have mountain bike shoes or pedals. You can ride flats, but um, but yeah, this is just to kind of get your the the get you thinking about cross, get you thinking about the equipment, and um, even if you're like a seasoned veteran, maybe there's some things here you want to incorporate into your your training and racing. And another thing I wanted to talk about is all these things. You got to find out what's what works for you and what works for your local races. Um, everything I talk about is very general. And some of the things are like, Hey, this is, these are what the, this is what the pros do. You don't need to be doing exactly what the pros are doing. Find what works for you. Experiment, get out there, practice. And, um, I broke down, like if you, if you are new to cross and your your necessities for getting into it for equipment would be a helmet and a bike, probably a CX bike. Um, you can like, I think I talked about in a prior video, you can ride your mountain bike race or your mountain bike for some races, I would just check with your local promoter or check with your local cross friends to make sure you can race that um, that mountain bike. I know for the higher categories, like for the elite races, you won't be able to. But um, but yeah, so you don't need all these things. These are just some some ideas here. So so yeah, we're gonna start off with what you would need like on yourself. We'll start from from your feet, mountain bike shoes. The reason that we raise mountain bike shoes for cross is they have a better grip. Um, you're doing some running. There's like some rubber, some like Vibram rubber on the Giro shoes on the bottom. They're typically you they they fit a smaller cleat, like an SPD cleat or whatever type of pedals you're using. We'll get into that in the few in a little bit too. There's some extra tread there again. So like if you slip off the pedal, you have some tread there to to actually you know pedal on that that. Um, better rubber um and also there's they're sealed a bit better so you have they're better for dealing with like water and mud and muck um they're just a better lasting pedal than your road pedals okay skin suits the reason skin suits are used i think there's i guess, I guess a couple reasons here but specifically there's like less loose material there to get snagged on like your handlebars or your saddle like you're jumping on and off the bike or maybe like a course obstacle and they also don't have any pockets. You don't need any pockets because the races are short. You know, they're max an hour. You're not carrying any extra bottles or gels or anything. So, yeah, that's the reason for skin suits. Okay, a Garmin watch versus, or like a SRAM, or not SRAM, a Wahoo watch versus a head unit. The reason that the pros wear the watches, or maybe, and you can wear a watch too, is that they're switching between bikes. They're going into the pit. So they don't want to be able to, they don't want to change their head unit from one to the other. Another reason is the head unit can get knocked off again. Like you're falling, you're crashing, you're jumping over things, you're jumping on and off the bike. Um, so the head unit can fall off, but if you're using a head unit, which is totally fine, you can get like one of those little strings they make that'll attach it to the bars just in case it falls off. It, um, I've had it happen. you are in a money race. I'm running a head unit and you get to the end and the head unit's gone. And then you're trying to find it in the mud. It's like, it's not fantastic. Okay. Gloves, totally personal preference. I personally like to wear gloves. I think it gives me better grip and I also like it for the situation where if my chain drops or if I crash and like my shifter bends in or like my bars bend down, um, I have the gloves there to kind of just help my hands to I don't know hit hit that make make it not hurt as much, I guess. But yeah, totally personal preference. I know some people don't like to wear gloves. I think it's also when it gets cold out. I mean, cross is typically raced, you know, in the the fall and the winter, so it keeps your hands warm as well. Um, glasses, again, personal preference. I don't wear glasses. Um, I don't like it with like the changing conditions, kind of like mountain bike riding where like you're in the sun, out of the sun, in the shade, out of the shade. I like to be able to see the course and make sure I know what line I'm taking for like roots or rocks or stuff like that. But again, totally personal preference. I will say for like a, a sunny race, maybe like early season, September or something. Maybe I will wear glasses just because if you turn and like there's a long stretch and you're going into the sun, like that's you know, not fantastic. Okay. bike. we're going to talk about contact points. Okay. So pedals, I talked about mountain bike shoes, typically mountain bike pedals. You, these pedals will shed mud better. Again, they're sealed for water and muck and grime like the, the, the shoes are. And you can clip in and out much easier than you can with your road shoes. Um, yeah. It's, it's nice. You don't want to Jumping back on on road shoes takes you a little time to like clip in, but with the, with the SPDs, you can clip right in and out. And you can, it, again, and there's a tension adjustment on these, like there is on road shoes as well, but this is kind of much more fine tuned and easier to adjust. So get out there and practice if you have your mountain bike shoes, your mountain bike pedals, and you can adjust that tension so you can get in and out easily. You want to make sure you have enough tension to, you know, keep your pedal stroke, you know, full, but then when you're going into the barriers and you're trying to unclip and your foot won't come out and you, you know, go right over your on your face and the barriers is not fantastic. So play around with that before you get into your races. Okay. Handlebars. I like to run aluminum bars just because when you crash and it will happen and maybe you're on grass or mud or it could be, there usually there are some tarmac sections of the races, but if you crash on carbon bars, sometimes they're compromised. You don't know it's a question mark. So I like to run aluminum bars just to kind of, you know, ease my mind that, they're probably okay. I mean, it depends on the crash It you know, be wary there. Maybe talk to your local shop, but yeah. And then for the width, I like to go a bit wider than my road bars. I run, you know, arrow is everything. So I'll run like a 40 on the road and then I have like a, I think I have a 44 right now in cross, maybe it's a 42, but it's, it's, it is wider just so you have a better turning radius. Um, cause you're doing so many turns and, and some of them are super, super tight. So just something to think about some, some wider bars saddles so again personal preference i know a lot of people or the last you know couple years have been running like those stubby saddles i run the same saddle on all my bikes mountain bike cross road everything um so but the stubby ones some people say they're easier for for remounts it's a bit smaller i mean you do have less saddle but um it's it's less things in the way and i know if you're shouldering like if you practice cross some when you shoulder the bike sometimes the the Your seat will hit you in the head. Um, You're holding it on your shoulder and with a smaller saddle, maybe it'll help with that. It won't hit you in the head. But again, totally personal preference. See what works for you. Um, Tires. Okay. This is a huge, hot topic. Okay. So probably might get some comments on this, but tubes versus tubeless versus tubular. Okay. We're not going to go into detail on this. You could do a whole video on this. I would say tubular is definitely more pro. I think tubular it's, it's more like tried and true. You can, you get them glued up, you can do it yourself. It's, it's a bit more involved. You get the shop to do it for you. You can run lower pressures. I know there is a risk of it rolling. Um, I think that risk is maybe a bit lower than going into tubeless. I personally run tubeless. I think it's, I like to set up the setup is easier than doing the tubular setup. I do it all myself. You can, if you want to switch between tires for races. You just deflate it, take, take the sealant, clean the sealant out, clean the rim and, you know, put the new tire on, put the new sealant in. It's not a huge process. Um, so yeah, but again, see what works for you. Um, yeah, uh, tubes. Okay. So tubes, if you're new to cross, go out and do it. I would recommend doing some latex tubes. I've done that for like my, you know, years ago, my first races. It's not ideal. You you will hit things, especially if you're doing a muddy race. Tubes are definitely not ideal, but it shouldn't be a barrier to stopping you from racing. Go out, start out with tubes, start, start doing whatever, and then as you progress, maybe you go into tubeless. Maybe then you graduate to tubulars. Um, tire pressure. I'll say if you're running tubes, you should run a bit higher tire pressure just to help with those flats. The typical range, I would say, for across tubeless, tubular um is like 15 to 30 psi i'd stay in the higher range again for tubes again totally personal preference here it matters on like what your weight is what the terrain is of the course Um, like temperature could also be a factor there Um, like sandy muddy maybe you're going to want to go with a little bit lower of a pressure if you're it's more hard packed and it's like a fast course you're going to want to go a bit higher uh, so you can you know roll faster but again this is something you should experiment with Go out there and mess around with different tire pressures. See what works for you. See what you like. Get used to that feeling of the lower pressures. Okay, uh, treads. There are so many different treads, but I'm gonna go with like four key ones here. You got your file treads, which are like fast rolling for those dry races. You got your all condition intermediates, which is I would say if you're just if this is like you're new to cross or maybe you only have one cross bike or you just don't want to deal with changing things. Going with an all-condition intermediate is probably the way to go. It's like one tire; you don't have to think about it. Just put it on your bike, use it all season. Um, another tire option would be your mud tires. Um, again, used for mud, they, they clear mud a bit better. And then there are some manufacturers that do like a more serious mud tire, which is like for like those really serious mud tire conditions when it's like really wet, like the whole course is wet. Um, maybe you'd want to go with something with, that sheds even better. They're a bit heavier. The rolling resistance is is not great, but again, this is you're not necessarily going for fast. You just want to be able to have some traction in these races. Tire size, okay. So the UCI standard, if you're doing a UCI race, is going to be max 33. Uh, you hear stories about some guys going, you know, smaller for maybe in mud conditions. There, yeah, there's like a we could do a whole video on like carbon deep dish wheels and some 32 minute. 31 millimeter tires for for mud conditions but 33 would be the max if this is like your first season and you're running like 38s or 35s or whatever you're running like totally cool run whatever you got um i will say the larger you're gonna feel a bit better it's like racing gravel like the larger tires feel better you get a a bit more traction in the in the turns so don't think that you have to go 33s maybe start off with a larger tire and then you know get a bit you know smaller as you go on rotors okay now we're getting into like a a lot of nuanced stuff but rotors the standard probably if you have a cross bike if you're running disc is 160 up front and probably a 140 in the rear the pros are running 140 front and rear um the the, you don't need the 160 the larger like you see like a downhill mountain bike those guys have like huge 210 like i don't think 230 i mean i guess they go larger than that i don't know i can't think exactly but those are for like stopping power, they dissipate the heat better. You don't need that for cross, you're not going with these huge downhills. But um, it's like marginal weight weight savings there if you're going from like a 160 to a 140. But yeah, just in FYI, if you're seeing the pros rocking 140s and you got a 160, or maybe you got both 160s that's, that's the reason. Um, there's a little bit of a weight savings and you just don't really need that, that heat dissipation with the, with the, from the larger rotors. Okay. Pads. Again, this will depend on your riding conditions, personal preference. You have like your organic pads, which these can wear a bit faster. And again, like I'm talking specifically for disc. Um, I'm going to cover a section at the end. That's like things I didn't talk about. one of those things I didn't talk about would be rim versus disc brakes. We could do, again, a whole video on this, but I'm, I'm just going with, like, if you have a disc brake bike, which I guess is probably a bit more standard, if you're rocking rim, hey, do your thing. Pads, organic, they wear a bit faster, they can, they are typically quieter. Um, so if you're in, like, dry conditions, say you're, you're racing more, like, out west, um, probably you're okay with organic pads. But if you're on the east coast, um, or you're, you're going to you know you're going into, like, a wet condition race, a metallic pad um, that's like what Shimano calls them and then sintered for sram they're the same thing they can last longer they have a bit more bite and they're better in like the mud and the wet but um but yeah they, they can be noisy like when they get wet and stuff like that so just something to consider and but again other thing with the metallic is they can be a little hard on rotors so you'd have to be like doing a lot of braking but just something to consider when you're picking your pads